Welcome everyone to this Cambridge Health Tech Institute podcast, which we're presenting in conjunction with the 17th annual Pep Talk event, which will be held January 8th through the 12th of 2018 at the Hilton Bayfront Hotel in San Diego. I'm Kent Simmons. I'm a program director with CHI, and with me today is Dr. James Wells, professor of pharmaceutical chemistry at the University of California, San Francisco, and the presenter of the opening keynote presentation in the Emerging Technologies for Antibody Discovery Meeting to be held on January 11th and 12th at SEPTOC. Thanks very much for joining us today, Jim. Well, Ken, thank you very much for inviting me. I'm honored to be a speaker there and delighted to talk about our current work at the PEPTOC Symposium. So your lab focuses broadly on how cell surfaces change in health and disease. And I wondered if you could start in our discussion today with some background on this work and how these understandings impact the discovery and development of new biotherapeutics. Sure. This was actually inspired by experience that I had at Genentech many years ago when I was witness to the development of the HER2 antibody, inspired from studies from Dennis Slayman's lab at UCLA that HER2 is overexpressed on a good portion of breast cancer cells. That being so, Genentech embarked on developing therapeutic antibody to that upregulated antigen and ultimately into three different drugs to that antigen. So we wondered, well, there should be many more of these kinds of opportunities, and there have been. Biotech, I think, has about 20 different tumor-specific antigens that they've been focused on, but there's about 4,000 different membrane proteins. Could there be others beyond that small subset that's currently the focus of many biotech investigations. So at at PEPTOC, your keynote is going to discuss new findings relating to the role of the cell surface proteome, or or as you term it, the surfaceome, in the metastasis of cancer. Can you tell us a little more about the surfaceome and how this functions in cancer growth? Yeah, there's a really nice review, a classic review by Weinberg and Hanahan, which describes what cancer cells need to achieve in order to survive. This is a now updated review in 2011 in the Cell Paper. So they needed to achieve a number of things, including activating invasion and metastasis, inducing angiogenesis, um, deregulating cellular energetics, sustaining proliferative signaling, and the list goes on. There's about 10 different challenges that cancer cells have. And so when we do our surfaceomics and map what is upregulated, for instance, in a RAS-transformed cell, we find that many of the proteins we find can be mapped to these functions. So it's very interesting to us that that actually when RAS transforms a cell, it doesn't just induce one upregulated antigen. Rather, it induces a whole team of upregulated antigens. And so it changes our perspective about how to think about uh, modulating this team of proteins. So then where do you go from here in translating the work of your lab into the development of new therapeutic antibodies or other biotherapeutics? Yeah, that's a great question and one that we're only starting to chip away at because a lot's involved in validating targets for drug discovery. But in a nutshell, I think we're interested in which of the proteins that become upregulated as well as which, and those upregulated proteins could become targets for immunotherapy, antibody-based therapies, recruiting the immune system to those cells, targeting those cells to kill them selectively. Obviously, 
Selectivity is a key issue and one that needs to be looked at very thoroughly so that one is targeting things on the tumor and not in the soma. That's a very involved process of, of trying to distinguish which would be good targets versus bad versus, you know, on that on that criteria. Another sort of target aspect that's interesting to look at, too, is the essentiality of these targets to the RAS transformed cells. So we've been interested in looking at what happens if we knock down these targets on the surface and find out which are kind of synthetically lethal with RAS transformation. The combination of those two can then direct us to interesting targets. And because we see teams of proteins come out, we wonder if we can get better selectivity by building bispecifics. And this is a classic kind of criteria that biotech companies are using now to ask that question. Are there, can you get better selectivity by bringing in two different upregulated antigens? So in the audience for your talk at Pep Talk, you'll have a lot of people working from industry labs that are focusing on cancer immunotherapy and immunotherapy combinations and so forth. What are the implications of some of your work on the more broadly focused work going on across the industry in the development of new cancer treatments? We would hope that we bring more tumor-specific antigens to play, perhaps even complexes of them, and that those then could add to the armamentarium of options one has when targeting tumors. So we're a long ways from having validated antigens that we would shout and scream that people should be targeting for cancer immunotherapy. But I think we have a number of promising leads, and we hope to inspire others to follow up on these. And what are some of your near-term goals for this research maybe over the next year? Where do you see this going during that period of time? Yeah, there's several irons in the fire. One is to uh, expand what we're doing to a number of other oncogenes to see what are sort of in common with the kinds of oncogenes that are big players in cancer. To expand the surfaceomics technology, I'll be describing a new technology that we've developed called phage antibody next generation sequencing, where we can use antibody probes on phage to multiplex and use them to pan screen many different cell lines to find out how receptors are changing on the surface of the cell. So it's a companion to proteomics, but a completely orthogonal method and has, I think, great potential because we can multiplex many, many targets at once. Well, it's certainly a very exciting time for technology these days, and I think it's interesting to hear about the way that you're combining some of these tools in your group to advance this field of science. I wanted to thank you for your time today, Jim, and we certainly appreciate you joining us for this podcast recording, and I'll look forward to seeing you in January and hearing your talk at the Pep Talk conference. Okay, thanks a lot. I'll look forward to being there and meeting others. So thank you, everyone, for listening today. This has been an interview with Dr. Jim Wells, a professor of pharmaceutical chemistry at the University of California, San Francisco, and the presenter of the opening keynote presentation in the Emerging Technologies for Antibody Discovery meeting to be held on January 11th and 12th at Pep Talk. If you'd like to register for Pep Talk or learn more about the more than 300 scientific presentations at the event, please visit www.chi-peptalk.com. This has been another Cambridge Health Tech Institute podcast. I'm Kent Simmons, and thank you for listening.